Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by GL Berg. If you need holiday entertainment specific, I mean, they got a ton of stuff, but if you want comedy, you can't find a better place to give you comedy. Head over to glberg.com, check out all their comedians, uh, including a lot of people you've seen on this show, and uh, check out all their other acts, uh, glberg.com. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thank you for coming back and joining us. Across from me, as always, wiping smoothie out of his beard, even though he hasn't had a smoothie, is Cyrus Amundsen. Smoothies can stick around for a couple days, Chad. I know, trust me, I know. Like I live. I'm wearing a stocking cap. Yeah, you are. I just want to get that out in, I want to say it early so the people watching the video feed aren't like, hey, stupid hat. Sure. You know, because that's going to have, it's got a ball on the top of it. So I wanted to get that out. It's cold. We're in Minnesota. It's October. So why not have it be 42 degrees and raining? And let's throw some fucking car accidents in on the way down. Yeah. Hi, Chad. Uh, just also, was, well, while I'm unraveling as the show starts, I just want to let you know. I'm put my mic down and that listen. Chad is in a mood to tell a lot of fairy tales. Let's just get that out oh, of the way. Wow. Chad is ready to, Chad is not. This is called something in mental health. I can't remember what it is. Is it gaslighting? I don't know if it's gaslighting. I don't think it's gaslighting. I think it's whatever you do. It's like 8 Mile. Whatever you, you do at first, so then when I talk, everyone's like, well, we just heard that this isn't right. Do I look like a guy who's seen 8 Mile? And that's not, a, like, that's not rhetorical. That's like... Every single person to me looks like someone who's seen 8 Mile because it's a great fucking movie. If you've never seen 8 Mile? I haven't seen 8 Mile. I'm not... Uh, oh, you haven't seen 8 Mile? Why are you pronouncing it like Umbrella, like you're from the South? It's, it's mile. 8 Mile. Mile. 8 Mile. Yeah. Not eight miles. I wish I was fucking eight miles away from you right now. How many miles to your house is this show over yet? Now listen, Here's- we can hear Justin's laugh. It's Hay Bales in the back, everybody. Brandon and Hay Bales in the back, and they have been uh, vigorously setting up the podcast for today. Well, you and I, I don't want to say we're beefing. I'm going to listen. I got no. here 10 12. Okay. Which was late. It was 12 minutes late. Yeah. And it's 10 34. When we started. And that's not, that has nothing to do with me. And I, that has, I mean, we pay these guys so fucking much Little. money. So we started at 1034, which is 34 minutes after we were supposed to start, which is still not the amount of minutes you did last night at the show for uh, the, the Power Trip K-Fan morning show. It was at night. It was a nighttime show. It was at show. night. Not everybody's sp- everyone's supposed city. to do. Everyone's supposed to do twelve minutes. Sure. And you did thirty-five minutes. And so, which is almost triple. Who knows what I actually did? But that's, that's um, what I'm talking everyone, about. Everyone, everyone standing on the this side of the stage. This is what I'm talking stage, about with your fairy tales. Because we were looking around, we were like, this "Oh, is look what it. I'm talking about." Sai is still going. This and is then, what. It, and then no like, one was. No one. Everyone. So a lot of people did because here's what you, here's what you said. Oh my You go, hey, I just want to say two things before I leave. How about a big round of applause for my friends? Weren't they great? It's not always that you get this much talent. In one show, and you guys, and then why also, are you making just the wait, thing stop, stop, like, stop, stop, no, stop, stop, no, you stop. I'm not done. I'm why not done. are you making the thing? I'm not done. Th- oh, oh, you made Listen, a compliment wow. sound like an asshole. No, no, no. And then he went over to my grandma's house and was like, "You're a really nice lady, and I hope that you Please have let a me great finish. day." I think it was a nice compliment. And oh, then you said, off. and then you said to the morning show people, you said, "Hey, and there's hardly any morning show could get this many people out at at 
on a Thursday night Back in the rain. Back to compliments. I know, that's what I'm saying. And and then you said, "All right, I'll close on this." Okay. Oh, and God. and you were like, "What's my stair? What's my stairway to heaven? What's my I, longest bit?" It's, I think the I'll last do that. bit I did was the I've shortest did, bit I I've have. I've already gone well over double my time. The, Let's see if we can get two triple. The last bit was the shortest bit I did all night. That's a misaccurate. Exactly right, and it's still super long. You're just fucking digging a hole. But you know who it I was... am as a comic. But I'm saying you're. This is this is like watching a 24-hour news and not headline news where they're like, "Here's 30 minutes of boring." You're the guy who goes, "Here's some news, but here's my slant on it." That's what's There's happening no here. There's this no slant. There's no slant. Pure Ask slant. Anybody else? You are the king of slant right now. I may have gone. Also, though, king of slant sounds pretty cool. King of slant sounds like something a guy that we wouldn't want to hang out with would refer to himself as i like king of slant and i might keep it it's been nice to see everybody since i've been home except who me not everyone has been attacking me with i'm not attacking you I'm are you not just telling oh. you see this is what this is like a, a dad who screams at a kid no and then when he gets done screaming at the kid the kid goes i just don't like it when you yell at me and he goes i'm not fucking yelling at you i'll show you yelling and you're like you've been yelling this whole time yeah that's not true so what all i wanted it to is say true was, you know we get a so, little bit we get about so bad many dads. we get you so many understand. messages don't get me started we need you so, don't get me started we need we get so many messages people saying like can't you do more than 40 minutes and it's like well i know somebody that can um but anyways the one fucking heckle and jekyll and back sure <laughs> like that one yeah i'm killing in the back welcome back hey bales good to see you brandon here's here is there's a lot of wonderful things if you're sitting at home right now and you're thinking what's it like to be really close personal friends with chad it has its rewards yeah it has its Period. rewards hard stop it has its rewards comma Oh, it has its rewards, Ooh. comma. Oh, no. Uh, but it also comes with. So you are. I guess this is going to be fun for me because I get to make you uncomfortable and then hurt you. You are potentially the most beloved comic in America. That's not true at all. It's fucking true. See, now See, this here's is what you're doing. What you're, I'm not doing anything. This is the same thing you did before that I called you on your bullshit. You go. Um, Oh my God, man, you're looking good. Kelsey's trimming your beard. You look thin. And then I got. I here. never thought it was cool that Kelsey was trimming your beard. But just I wait. said, you look good. And then you said, Kelsey's trimming my beard. And I said, Ugh. Yeah, but then you go, Hey, you guys, when we go, when we go on video, you're going to be amazed at the transformation. And I look the same. And you were setting how me up for you, failure. How are you turning a different conversation into your body dysmorphia it's issues? It's not body dysmorphia. What I'm saying is... You look fine right you, now. You, get, you give me an uber compliment... Sure. ...just to set me up for failure. I don't and think And that's, that's a, what accurate. you're starting. That's the not. most beloved comedian. Interesting. I think, I think you're well, the most... why don't you tell that to said, fucking Raleigh, North Carolina? Because the, <laughs> the showroom is 500 seats, which is ridiculous. Guess what? Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. If I could sell 2,000 tickets... I wouldn't be here. I'd be at the fucking theater for one show. So that's a weird business model. Also, and I'm not blaming them because I had a ton of fun. And also, I'll tell you something else. The Raleigh crowds, Randall came with me, Ranta Claus. Yeah. He murdered up front, as always. But these crowds were so good that I bet you I wrote 15 minutes off the cuff. Because I even told him one time, I said, 
I go, I can't believe you guys are laughing for so long. It lets me think of new bits. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, you know, we're never I, I can never do that anywhere in Kentucky. And that's true. Louisville and Lexington have been a shutdown state for me. I don't care about any of this. I'd like to get back to the beloved comedian thing that I was. That I believe I believe that I have. Uh, I'm I'm nothing like my dad, yet I'm so charming and distracting. I can try to move anyone off of any topic at any given point in time. You are likely oh, the most, and not beloved, beloved. You're the most beloved comic. You can't go anywhere in America and mention your name and ha not have people in the local scene go, Oh, Chad, bleh. Like, it's fucking horrendous. But look at time out. <laughs> look at your little smirk because you just got a laugh from the back. Look at your little ass smirk. I, you I, know <laughs> you you are fawning all over yourself right now. Here's the thing. And I no, will don't, not because you know you're setting me up for failure. And now you got them on your side, and you're like, <laughs> do you know why they're on my side? Because they recognized a truth, no, and I'm not no, a guy who brings a lot of truths to this program. Horseshit. No, they know exactly because guess what they get? They work at Acme, and so all week they have people comics be like, would it be okay? Okay, if I open for Chad because it's my it's one of my goals in By my the career. Way, I'm 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 sweating right now. Uh, you should be sweating from all this talking. I need you to be sweating. Don't and don't turn it back into your weight. The point is, oh, there are a sweat. lot of wonderful aspects of being a close friend of yours. You're Thank supportive. You. Thank you. You're kind. Thank you. Uh, you you oh. just do you hear the rocks loosening on top of the mountain? Here they come. You wrap people in love, but oh, there we go. I, only, I told you there was a comma in yeah. here, Rap but because you are so beloved, it, you are like, you could say whatever you want, and people are like, I think that's probably true. you got to come on this podcast and be like, guys, you're never going to believe it. Last night, Cy shot a six-year-old boy in the face, did 49 minutes, and then robbed a KFC. And everybody be like, man, Cy's really wiling out. You just carry this influence and this weight, and it's the re it's the number one downside to loving you. That's not true because everyone, in the comedy world, it is because everyone that listens to this podcast, if I said you shot a six year old boy in the face, they'd be like, well, with what? He, he the the recoil of a gun would fucking kill him. He can't pull a bow and arrow back. Crossbow. I think that would still get you. you You'd have to so? load it somehow. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be so funny if Greg, your brother, was your accomplice. Yeah. Like, what did you do? I just uh, loaded it. <laughs> I loaded the crossbow, and then I held it for him. And then uh, he tried to pull the trigger. Couldn't, so then he told me when to pull the he trigger. Put his, he had his finger on the trigger, and then I moved the crossbow with pressure against his finger. And when that didn't work, <laughs> I overlapped his finger like I was teaching him a golf swing, and we did it together. Yeah, and then let's go further. Uh, can he eat KFC? I thought he was on, like, a blueberry diet. Well, that's that's a lot of listeners it. would say that. Yeah, great. Thank you. Uh, uh, do you know that I own a mini crossbow? Have we ever talked about that on this program, Hey Bales? I have a question. Does it have little uh, suction cup arrows? No, they're so real like shooting arrows. against a window? Oh, is that no, serious? They, no, it's a very real. So I was, you know, I like a good old-fashioned truck stop. And I do know that. Not for the gas, not for the treats. I like to go to that big glass cabinet they have in back. Mm -hmm. We're like, here's where they keep the hookah pipes and the weapons. And the throwing stars. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's sure. exactly right. And there's one on the way. You know that big-ass one on 94, like the fancy one? With the giant donuts as big as your head? Yes. Yep, clear water. So do you know the other one past that on the left that no one goes to because the other one has donuts as big as your head? Oh, uh, I don't know that one. Exactly. So if you go in that one. Why would I go to that one? Weapons. 
galore in this bitch. Okay. And at one point, several years ago, they had a mini crossbow. It's about snapping turtle sized. Okay. okay it's about the size of a snap. And Adult? You, male? Female? Let's give the people what they want. Full-grown male snap. Okay, that's big, a big one. That's a big alligator okay. snapping turtle. One okay. of the fucking hook. Yep, yep. So it's a big. So it's about this big. But yeah, you can load the arrows in easy if you have shit shoulders, and then you just it's just. And so yeah, I do have that in one of my vehicles. Do <laughs> you have it in your yeah. vehicle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you'd never get in trouble because they're like, well, the only thing that would use this is a T-Rex, and they've been extinct <laughs> for quite a while. It's a it's an interesting combination. Like imagine you pull over me, I look like this, and you're like, "Hey, you were swerving," and I'm like, "Well, it's because I'm driving with my knees," uh, you know. <laughs> and uh, they go, "We're gonna search your car to see if there's any drugs in here," and you're just waiting over by their cop car, and it's a Honda. It's a, and it's not even an Accord. It's a Civic. It's a Honda Civic, and they go, Does "This guy got a mini crossbow hidden <laughs> in his Honda Civic." It's like finding a machete inside of a Dodge Tercel. Is a Tercel a car? I was reaching for cars. I'm there. not sure. I could tell because you pressed your hands into your eyeballs. Yeah, it's, and that's this normally is my... when you shut down your vision so you can think better. Yeah, thank you. That is a that's a real trick. I know I did it at about the 14 minute mark last night when I went four minutes over and did 16, regardless of what anyone else in the comedy community. Wow, is everyone knows you did 35. But also, um, that happens to me sometimes. I wear mm -hmm. a sleep mask sure. because this house we bought doesn't have curtains because Great. the people that used to own it loved to fuck for others. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but it sure seems like it because there's not a curtain in mm -hmm. the place. And so uh, I wear a sleep mask, but as soon as I put it on, I also have tinnitus, which is ringing in your ears. Some people call it tinnitus. But it's not. Others it's call tinnitus. it tinnitus. I think it's one of those things that... Well, every doctor that I've seen about it says tinnitus. And fun fact, every doctor he's seen is up in Fergus Falls. That's not true. I put on my straw hat because I got a meeting to try to fix up Chad's tinnitus today. Well, hey okay. y'all! Okay. Hey, somebody scoop me up one more, one more dish of beaver pasta. I gotta get on down and fix Chad's tinnitus. Mm -hmm. How far is the hospital from my house? Is it eight miles away? Listen. So I don't get a lot of those moments, and you I know that. I know. So I pull my sleep mask over, and then I go full like uh, special needs daredevil, <laughs> where it just it turns my t instead of my my hearing getting better, where I can hear a throwing star coming at me. Second throwing star reference. Uh, it actually it turns my tinnitus up. So sure. it, so normally it's like Dee! that's normally, and then I put my sleep mask and it goes. Bee! I mean it's <laughs> fucking crazy. Did you I hope I just blew it to the red zone. Oh, did I break some speakers out there in fucking middle of somewhere land? You head back into that doctor, be like, Doc, something turned my tinnitus right up. You can maybe see if he's every good. time I close my <laughs> eyes, my tinnitus gets worse. This ain't, this ain't nothing like, hey, listen, you know what? I can touch better when I shut my eyes, doctor. <laughs> Tell me what to do. I touch better. Why don't you buy some curtains? Uh, we did, but they're on back order because there's gi they're giant windows and you have to get like special curtains made. You know what I love? I love how we went through the pandemic and for a while everybody's like, hey, we're going to put you on hold for a week because we're, you know, fucking pandemic. Or, hey, yes. hey, I love how, do you need a table? Well, sorry, we're experiencing some back channel issues. And now, you know, I've been outside lately. Doesn't feel like we're in a fucking pandemic anymore. Right. Get me. Where's the stuff? Get me my stuff. Yeah. Get me 
And I know that's, oh, first world Psy, desperate to have his stuff. I want my stuff from third world Psy, now. Right fucking Send now. it. Send it right so now. So here's, um, so one, one organization that wasn't able to use the pandemic as an excuse is comedy. Because several times mm -hmm. I got back on stage and people wouldn't laugh at the jokes I thought were funny. Sure. After I'd been a shut-in for one year. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I'd be like, well, guy, pandemic. And they were like, don't fucking care. Yeah. Give us our stuff. Yeah, I don't believe that. At, I don't believe that at all. As one of the most beloved comics in America, I've never That's seen true. you have a bad set. That's true. Last night he had 75 applause breaks. And I touched someone on their shoulder and they got out of their wheelchair for the first time in 50 years. Yeah. Oh, starting to sound like that whole 35 minutes tale was a bunch of truth, isn't it, fellas? No, I mean, because here, here's mm -hmm. how we time. We actually started our timer to see how long it would take that guy to get out of the theater after he got up and walked for, for mm -hmm. the first time. Sure. And then we, um, he was out in 12 minutes, mm -hmm. and it was like an incline. Yeah. So it was pretty good that he was getting out that fast. And mm -hmm. then we were like, should we keep him going to see how long this guy goes? Mm -hmm. And then it was 35 minutes. Oh, yeah, well... I'm glad that one of the people who loves me the most is really upset that I had such a nice time on stage when Lord knows it's been a hard battle to get back up on stage. Wow. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope you back up too quickly and fall off this fucking stage. I will tell you this. I, I did actually say that last night mm -hmm. to Kelsey on the way home. Yeah. I was like, uh, God, did she kill? Yeah. I get pretty sick of that. Yeah. Um, uh, can I talk about that for a second? This is all new. No, let me let me say this first. Okay. So we can talk about the comedians that were on stage. Yeah, but I, I want to talk specifically about one specific aspect of what Kelsey did and then just give you the floor. Okay. Because I fucking loved it. Okay, great. Um, Do you guys I, like roasts? But I did say that uh, it was nice to see you uh, stretching a little bit because I think you're in Cincinnati, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Cincinnati comedy's fine, but it's not it's Minneapolis fine. comedy. You heard me, Ranta Claus. No, Cincinnati's comedy's great. And yeah. every time, every time I talk to those guys, when you're, they're like, I don't oh, do this. "Holy fuck, he's the king!" No, and I'm like, do "Well, that's locally, he's the king." Yeah. I mean, is he the most Sound beloved? Like... Is he the most beloved comedian <laughs> in America or Cincinnati? So, uh, but anyways, I, I said, I go, I think sometimes maybe, and I right, you get into a place where people haven't seen you in a while. I wanted to see 35 minutes. Oh, this, I can't. I can't spend this whole morning I wanted, like this. I wanted to see 35 minutes. you through the floor of this building. I cannot have any This building's of that. Base, uh, it's built on a concrete slab. It's concrete. So that is going to be a um, fucking drilling. It's going to be hard. My uh, shit will be pushed in Oz style. Hey guys, uh, so one of the first times I ever performed stand-up comedy was in a small uh, hotel bar. I got booked to do a small hotel bar uh, in a small Minnesota town, and 11 people showed up, and uh, before I was about to go on, I was the feature act. Before I was about to go on, I walked down the hallway, and I heard a lot of laughter, and I walked towards one of those big hotel conference rooms, and I looked in, and there was a man on stage doing the same thing I was about to do in the tiny, shitty bar, uh, in, but in front of hundreds of people and murdering. Uh, his name was C. Willie Miles. 
I didn't realize that at the time it was a corporate event. It was a bunch of people who worked together. And I like it felt like a Comedy Central show. I'd never seen anyone kill that hard uh, at that point. It, it was crazy. And uh, so later in my career, when I got to partner with GL Berg and I found out C. Willie Miles worked with them, it was this light bulb moment. Uh, so if you have a company, if you want to book comedians, if you're in Minnesota, if you're in the Midwest, I'm telling you, this place walks the perfect line of giving you incredible. Sometimes I think people think corporate comedy is corny, but it's not. They pick great comedians who put on incredible shows and actually make you feel happy that you're at a uh, an event for your company. Uh, Tommy Ryman, he's on the, he's been on this, this show. He's one of their clients, the T Tim Harmston, Mary Mack, Ali Saltan, Mike Brody, myself, Chad and myself as a duo that you can book so much stuff, head over to glberg.com. They are absolutely incredible. A lot of their clients have been their clients for over a decade, which I think speaks to how those, uh, those people over there handle those people. Ooh, how cold is that? How Nate and Gary handle their business over at Jailberg. We love them. We think you would love them. And we love all the people they work with, obviously. So please head over to glberg.com and check it out. I will tell so here's I will tell you exactly what happened last night. Okay. And then I'd like to talk about Kelsey's set. Sure. What happened last night is I didn't believe. And this is here's the details that get left out. I didn't necessarily believe because I was traveling from Cincinnati and I had to try. Oh, time change. That's why. And I had to. Unbelievable. Here we go. Well, it's an hour different there. I did negative 25 minutes. <laughs> I had. That's not a terrible argument, given the sort of arguments you've been purporting. Did I use purporting correctly? So I uh, I had to fly. I had to drive myself to the airport. Is this a poem? Let me tell you, let me tell you what's a tough thing since uh, you're talking about how I'm moving well. I am moving a little better. Shoulders still suck a lot. So the one thing I can't do is carry or drag my own bag. Mm -hmm. And so I found out that at the airport, if you are willing to wait angrily for 40 to 50 minutes, somebody will come with a wheelchair and they will wheelchair you through the airport. So you were timing out, you were timing out your set based on how long you had to wait for someone? And you were like, all right, this, this feels right. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at what I said. I'm laughing at them laughing fuck at you. what I said. You can laugh at what you said. That's the funniest one you've had so far. That was very, very, thank and you. it was so fast. Yeah, thank it you. was so fast. Imagine if we were doing this on Zoom, it would have taken another 15 seconds. Am I right, boys? So I, can, I don't need to ride in a wheelchair. I can walk. I just can't. Oh, I know that. I just can't carry my bag with frozen shoulders. It just fucks. And what happens is I can probably carry my bag, but by the time I get there, my shoulders are going to be so fucked up. It's right. going to ruin my day. Of course. It's going to ruin my weekend. I'm not going to deal with just it. Just quickly, if you ever are in a wheelchair, yeah. let me know. I'll just come touch you. So I get to the airport and I call the- You won't even the, look at me. The wheelchair people- <laughs> I call the wheelchair people, and they're like, we're sending somebody. And they send this gal I've had a number of times. Fucking get off of me. I, they, I, <laughs> they send me this gal. Her name is Rose. Rose, yep. And Rose, I would guess Rose is in her 80s. And oh, she's going to pull your bags? <laughs> <laughs> 
We need to send in someone a little stronger than this guy. Call Rose. <laughs> and she's, dude, she, I don't, I, she can't be five feet tall. Sure. She's, she's got, like, the vibe of Sophia on Golden Girl. She's, she's got some fire to her. <laughs> but so she comes, and so then I take my bag, and I put it on the wheelchair, yep. and, and Rose's job is to push my bag, and my job is to walk next to Rose pushing my bag while everyone in the airport goes, what the fuck is going on right here? Yeah. What the fuck is this about? Right. Um, and it is, you know, I, I can't imagine, and I'm sure, you know, you can come up with some, but I can't imagine a lot of places where people feel more judged than 39-year-old man with tiny sure. 80-year-old pushing his bag in a wheelchair. I do kind of love it. And here's something that I think you should do. Okay. You should save up some dough, mm -hmm. and then you should go to the bank and get a bunch of ones. Mm -hmm. And then as you walk through... Just start handing out $1 bills to people. Be like, there you go. Here you go. Listen, I'm the king. You don't know who I am, but here's a dollar. Enjoy it. And you'll be like, Rose, here's a couple for you. And you just keep... <laughs> people will be like, who the fuck is this guy? It's a story for everybody yeah, forever. It's a like, different... Yeah, it's like, well, there's an old woman pushing his bag, and he was just handing out money. How was your trip to, uh, how was your trip to Cincinnati, Lisa? Well, on the way home, I think I met the king of Lexington. I think he was... <laughs> traveling somewhere maybe the prince of lexington i don't know depends what's going on in his family so i uh yeah so anyway uh what happened was uh, rose and i get through the airport and so then i gotta fly so i gotta drive there yep and then i gotta deal with waiting for rose and then rose and i's journey and then i get on the plane and then when i get off the plane i get somebody who's not rose sure, who is way judgier about the situation because they haven't experienced it before. Yeah, like really? Rose Do has. I have to push your fucking bag in very, a wheelchair? Of course. Very similar to that. And then I go and I get my nephew picks me up. And then we drive scale, all the way out past where you live. Yep. A non-disclosed location without curtains. Right. And I get all the way out to right. my sister's home to get my vehicle. And then I get in my vehicle, and then I stop to say hello to my nieces, and then I'm trying to race down to the show. And right. I was late. Right. I got there late. A little, just a little. I mean, I think that... Um, past, past the time the show was supposed to start. It hadn't started yet, but I was past official show time. Okay. And my whole concern was I was going to be like an hour late. Sure. That's what I was really worried about. Sure. And so the night before, I texted my close, one of, if not... The most beloved comedians in America. Beloved, a man sorry. who has somehow climbed near the Joel tier in my heart. Wow. And we know what that Guys, means. Guys, clip it. Clip it. Clip it for his ringtone. And should we clip it for Joel's ringtone? And, <laughs> and uh, I messaged you. I said, here's the lineup. And then I said, I put myself on last because I'm worried I'm going to get there last. Right. But if you would like to go last or I was like... Obviously, those, that audience really likes Kelsey. Right. If Kelsey would like to go last, that would be great. I and know. you said, well, this looks great. I'm Chad. I'll only have a problem afterwards. And then... But there were times associated with, with the lineup. Sure. And I, I you didn't, do, I didn't like, do a good job on that. It's like when, when someone goes, uh, hey, want to come to our party? It's four to question mark. Well, I don't have time for that shit. I need specifics. And you gave me specifics. 12. And then you did a 35. And can I tell you something? I don't know that it was 35. And can I tell you something? I wanted all 35. Knock it the fuck <laughs> off. You cannot roller coaster me like that. Here's, boys, what happened that was real interesting. The order was the K-Fan fellas, 
Yeah. They do a great job. I know you're, I know you're going to talk about something specific right now, but as you do the order, I would like to chime in. So here's how we do this. I'm going to say the order, okay. and then I'm going to throw it to you for a sentence. Yes. And then I'm going to do the next comedian. Paragraph, paragraph, paragraph. I would like paragraph, it to be paragraph. a long sentence. Paragraph. Okay, I just Run on can't. Sentence. This Run on thing sentence. where you're like, and we both love all of our friends. I just want to say a couple I things. I know, but it's what, uh, it's like you have this voice inside your head like, don't forget, you have to make sure you're the most beloved comedian in the <laughs> entire country. I just, it's just, keep it tight. First of all, my voice is not like that. I need you to not just trim the fat. I need you to cut a little bit of the muscle. You need people to love you! That's the voice. <laughs> so, the KFAM boys go up. They do a great job setting. Well, let's say, first right. our friend Maggie Ferris, she's hosting the venue. Absolutely. Goes up, gets everybody in the right place, does a great job. Yep. She brings the And K then she leaves. She doesn't even come backstage. She takes off. She, she uh, pulled a, she walked through the theater, I believe. I don't know. I couldn't see. Yeah. But we were listening to her backstage. And then did she it, disappeared. And then she disappeared. And then now I did hear she left because she was worried you were going to lie about how much extra time she did. So uh, interesting. Uh, the K Fam boys go. They do a fantastic job. Yep. And yep. now it's time for the five comedians on the show. Right. All friends of ours. Right. Up first is the great and wonderful Greg Coleman. Yeah. Paragraph. <sighs> Just listen. So he has such a funny bit. That it I'm, makes me I'm, into the bad guy. And I'm, no, I, would, it I would also like to say a paragraph about well, Greg Coleman. Well, do it. But let me tell you something. We, no, we both believe this. I understand, but by you speaking it, it looks like you believe it. And then if but I no, were to we go, believe it. now it's time for my paragraph. Well, and you this? said all the good shit. How about this? How about you just go agreed? Or disagree. Oh yeah, that makes me look the same as okay, you. Okay, so that's like saying obviously that's very like funny. that's like we send Greg the Coleman's kids to funny. your house for Christmas. You get them a like a fucking you know when they're kids like one of those cars that you can actually drive as a little kid. Power yeah. wheels. Yeah. You get them a power wheels. Of course. Why wouldn't I? And they hug you, and then the next day you're like, you call me like, hey, when they get home, you can say the power wheels were also from you. Fuck you. Fuck off. Wow. This goes deeper, right? Do you, feel, do you guys feel like Greg got power wheels and Cy wasn't allowed to use it? Let me tell you something that about our relationship. That goes real deep. Greg, because Damn. he was so concerningly skinny as a boy, we're talking frog bones. Because he was so concerningly... Can you look that up? I don't know what it means. Ask your fucking doctor. I'm sure he's diagnosed a bunch of people in Fergus Falls with it. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry your ears are ringing because it's yeah, you got frog bones in there. <laughs> You're supposed to have a hammer that goes no. date, 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 but you number, got frog bones in there. Number one cause of tinnitus is just a wicked case of frog bone. Uh, so, the, uh, yeah, when Greg, perhaps when Greg was a frog boned youth, sure. and everybody was like, hey, if we don't feed this guy, I think he's going to disappear. Uh, we would get home and we get our after school snacks, and we, Sarah and I, would get like, Regular graham crackers. Okay. And Greg had his own stash of snacks. Of course he did. That were like high calorie, which also means delicious. What a bitch. So thank you. What a bitch. We're sitting there Hold eating. Hold on, let me look at the camera. Greg, are you watching? Bitch. Thank you. Can you imagine being a boy and yes. you and your sister, oh. you and your sister are eating graham crackers that somebody didn't even properly clip so you're like is this just are they stale or is this just what a graham cracker is well first of no all no fucking marshmallow my sister and i would have fucking loved graham oh, crackers God, growing up i can't listen to this let we me have, have something i get it well i just you were poor we had to roll up you we had to put sugar on poor. summer sausage and roll it up oh Anyways, my god we tell me it. more about these fucking graham crackers king just because 
you had it hard doesn't mean other people can't experience their frustration. Oh, here we go. This is the same shit I hear about all the time. Guess what? You know what? Well, the, there are people starving in these countries. And it's like, well, I, but I'm also hungry. But then uh, it's like tough shit. You can you can find more food. I don't. I'm not going to sign off on that one. I'm. I'm going to follow. I'm going to stick with my brother example. I don't want to sign let's up. Let's do that. Let's clip that one though, because if we're going to clip the Joel thing, I'd like to have that one. Uh, he just got better snacks, so I sure. don't even remember where all this began. But I just you're really talking about how, how how skinny he was and how. Oh, and how, we okay. We're back because we, he got because he got toys that you didn't get. Okay, yeah. So, anyways, Greg Coleman, go ahead. Give hey, Greg just a heads up. I fucking like you too. I also think that you're fantastic, but I'm going to get out of the way so Chad can monologue about uh, how excellent you are. Uh, go ahead, Chad. Okay. Um, I thought Greg Coleman had a very mediocre set. <laughs> go ahead. Next. Who else is on the show? Then. Uh... <laughs> Greg, Greg Coleman. Here's what, here's... He can't even do it. But here's, That's no, the thing. I'm not he even going to talk even... about his set. I want to tell you what he, he said that was so funny to Greg me. Greg Coleman knows how much we love him, and he can't even commit to it. He said that, and we were going we to move on and went, no. well, what if this ruins your title? No, here's what I wanted to say. Okay. He came back, and he had a very cushy, like, quilted shirt on mm-hmm. that you would get at an REI or something. Mm-hmm. And then he goes... Oh, man, I went out there with this quilted shirt, but I had bomber jacket energy. And I just started laughing because he goes, I think I confused him. And I'm like, that's great. I thought it was so funny. It's very funny. All right, keep going. No, it's great. That was, that was a, and that was one sentence, and it was really good. Yeah, thanks. Next up. Wow, that was a lot, of, a lot of preface for me doing what I was told. <clears throat> Next up was the incredible and talented Jesse Campbell. Now, Jesse Campbell, mm-hmm. one of the... Uh, formative forces in my comedy career. Right. So if you don't like what I do, which according to our Instagram, there's a few of you out there. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jesse Campbell. She uh, she means a great deal to me, and she went up and murdered, 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 murdered. Yeah. And then she had was not living here for a long time, mm-hmm. and then moved here a year ago. And was talking about how they have a seven-year-old, and mm-hmm. he wasn't really having a childhood where they lived before. And now that he's got like nine friends, same age, on the cul-de-sac, mm-hmm. so they run around like thick as thieves. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, I think that's real great. And I think that really helped the show. Uh, <laughs> next up, is anything helping the show today? There's this. Uh, this is. Let's just call this episode Mercy Flush. The uh, why don't we call it? Last episode. Let's call it last episode. <laughs> the next comedian is your significant other, my yep. friend, yep. your significant other. Right. Uh, the young Kelsey Cook. Yeah. And I don't know who you have to say young, but that felt, that felt weird and pointed, didn't it? <laughs> that felt like a huge fuck you to the most beloved comedian in America. And I think that's just the way you receive things. Because I like to call a lot of people the young Why would blind. you say young? Why, you don't have to say it unless you're staring at me. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Oh, how about this? Okay. Hey, it's the, it's the, what, you want me to say her? I just, it was just a descriptor. That's fine. I don't like to, because here's the young, the, the young Kelsey She's Kirk. very funny, but we yeah. call everybody funny. Right. She's a good looking gal. She but is. I, I'm not going to boil down her abilities to her looks. That didn't seem appropriate. Right. And so I landed on age, and right. I said young, and you went, oh, well, God, about, are people going to think about me being in my mid-60s? Can we rewind? Did he, what did he say about uh, Greg Coleman and Jesse Campbell? Anything or just their names? Okay, keep going. 
So the young Kelsey Cook takes stage. Uh And I have got to tell you, fellas, uh, she did... Uh, she told me before she went up, she goes, I got some, you know, you've maybe seen some of this stuff, but a lot of it's about Chad. Right. And I was like, well, I'll, I'm going to go stand right next to the curtain. And uh, she delivered uh, what can only be described as a New York Friars Club level 12 minute set about you. And it well, was, first, let me say first okay. before yep, you get yep. going. Okay. Incredibly well written. Oh, yeah. Incredibly funny. Didn't you don't need to know you right. to think the jokes are funny. Right. But I do know you. Yeah. God, I had a nice time. I I'll tell you this. I had a nice time too. And I will tell you, I'm gonna remove New York Friars Club from it mm-hmm. only because Male dominated society would have never let her on stage. No way. Sammy Davis Jr. barely got in there, and that's because Sinatra made a call. Sure. Um so it's only because she does a very nice job of relieving the assholiness by saying, by complimenting th- me throughout. Sure. Which is... Uh, Called, she's very skilled. That's a skilled... Absolutely. I think even if she's not talking, were it not about you, that's a very high-level comedic skill. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And she, um, she straight murders. She has, so her special is 2.15 million views mm-hmm. that she put out on YouTube, and she's already got a new hour. Yes. So it's like, can't wait to live off this money. Yeah. I think, I got to be honest. I th- <laughs> I'm going to need a proposal quickly. I was just Before the second special comes out. I was, I'm going to need to figure out how to get a ring on that motherfucking finger. If you need some money, you should have put a ring on it. Don't, I did not like that. I liked everything until that last part. Uh, but I do agree with of that. Course, I yeah. think we need to, and maybe this is for off, off the mic, but I do think we need to lock her down sooner rather than later. Because at some point, her stardom is going to crest above your belovedness in terms impossible in terms of value and uh, I ju- and and I think I just think it would be really smart of us to lock her down permanently mm-hmm. um, be it by ring or you got that house in there you don't find a room and click it in there you know yeah that's true I'm gonna I'm gonna have we to figure that out now to be fair uh, you know we 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 talked about that stuff and um, anyways I don't want to talk about it anymore but um could you say that quieter yeah no i <laughs> hey guys do you, hey, you should we close on that do you think that was strong enough my, do you think my, me do you think me bringing up chad and kelsey's future and then him whispering is a good end to this episode i tried to say it at full volume but my throat was like fuck you dude i got your back play the shut somebody, it down somebody play the ukulele let's shut this thing down <laughs> well here's the thing so here, I, I i know what you're saying and here's here's what i think is going to happen mm-hmm. you're going to hear this you're going to hear Wow, Kelsey Cook is the funniest comedian in America right now. And then you're going to hear me yell from a, a shadow, but people like me. <laughs> Did I? That's, oh, that's, but that's pretty true. Um, and so. That's very true. <laughs> I will absolutely. Some, some people still compliment me when you bring her up. Here's what I'm concerned about. I am truly concerned. Let's say, hypothetically, and you do get married someday. Okay. Right? I'm concerned about what my role will be. Sure. Because I do need to... You have a lot more friends than me. I, I have. that's true, I have, sure. I have a lot bigger family than you. Yeah. I had, to make my, I had to make a big family by reaching out to friends. Yes. That's true. And so uh, I am... 
I I am concerned about how self-conscious I'm going to feel on wedding day. And so right. a couple of my pitches. Hey, just wait a second. I don't want you to feel, what would you say you were going to feel? Self-conscious. Self-conscious. I don't want you to feel that way because okay. I will definitely call you and let you know how it went. <laughs> a couple of, here's, you just, I, don't do it in a travel destination where I can't get there. Because that feels like that's a thing that could happen. Okay. You're top, like, of, top of Machu Picchu. Yeah. That's where we're getting married. <laughs> hey, we chose, we chose Bolivia. Hey, Rose. <laughs> hope you can push a wheelchair up a fucking mountain. Sai's got a wedding to get to. <laughs> Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.